There. Did now you, we are recording. I see, I see on the Roku display, Pretty Woman's coming across. That sounds weird, but the point is the Joe's movie. Joe's looking at Pretty Women. No, no. Did you hear how I said that? Pretty Women. Women? Like little women? But like woman and women. Women. And women together. <laughs> Three different versions. So, I always misspelled all of those because they women's what I just kind of mixed and matched women, woman, women, women. No, pretty woman. The movie Richard gear gear. Yes. Is that how you say his name? Uh huh. Um, he said no. He said no to the casting of Julia Roberts. Okay. This is what I was told. Okay. So. I think it's in the show, The Movies That Made Us. So if you want to double check me, you can. But anyway. Okay, I'm familiar with that. I just hadn't watched past like the first right. episode. Right, same, same. I hadn't gotten to that point, And I was actually talking. I think it was Everett that mentioned this. And uh, it's just a side note. I'm not condoning any movies or anything. I'm just saying that uh, it was pretty interesting. That. It's your favorite said, movie? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, he... he um, he said no, and so the producers, I guess, or director, or the powers that be, flew her like to him. Basically, they all showed up. Okay, they didn't just fly her over there, but they all showed up, and they brought her in, and basically said, "Now, do you want to do the movie?" And he said, "Yes." <laughs> that was like the biggest letdown I've ever heard in my life. Why? Why did he? Why did that happen? I don't know. Apparently, you know, after seeing her and meeting her, he's like, wow, she's going to be awesome to work with. That's what I'm assuming is being meant by this whole thing. But that's all I know is that that's the basic premise of that's what I was told. Okay. That's, I don't know. I didn't know what else to to do just, after that one. Just cut, oh, there it goes across the screen again. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of uh, let that one go. That's all right. No comment is sometimes the best way to go. So <laughs> I totally get that. I, I have no idea. But that's why that's why we're doing this pot. This is Joe Ken around, not philosophical ideas and thoughts with. Doctor, whatever, right? Yeah. See, you're, you're. What? So I have to like, yeah. Face your mic the is wall. so stinking directional. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You have, you can't look at me when you talk to me. Give a sec. Give a sec. Here comes. <laughs> okay. How about, how about if I look now? It's a little tinny though, isn't it? Well, it's okay. So it's, there's, it's okay. There's that. That's but the you gotta circle be like one. So that's omnidirectional now. But it's going to pick more of me up. Uh, you can probably hear me better than you can. That. Okay. No. We're just going to... Wait, it's coming. It's coming. We're almost there. There we are. Yeah, see, that's really so, good. It's a really good okay. close presence. All right, thing. I like this. Well, I went to the infinity thing, so I don't know what that is. Which one's that the one? Infinity? Yeah, there's three different types of uh, patterns. That's probably front and back, you think? Yeah, probably. Seemed pretty clear. That told me nothing. <laughs> he just what snaps I just in the middle of the room. <laughs> we have two mics. 
I don't know. I'll you know I'll stick with the original. Give it two seconds. It sounds good to me here. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I'm coming here. Wait, 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 and there I am. Okay, I'm gonna stick with this, and I'll I'll basically just you're in the sweet spot on the level here. Okay, awesome, dude. It's good to be back, and we are in. Well, my studio in the studio. What is it? What are we at? Five hundred miles underground. What are we up to? Five hundred miles. Oh. I think I jumped a little too fast there. Each time it seems to get further. Well, down welcome to Joe Ken Around. I'm Ken, and over there is Mister Joe, and uh, together we are Joe, Joe Ken, Ken Around, around. and we are coming to you uh, in a bunker under 500 miles <laughs> underground, nickel plated, with the machine guns and a Wait. serpent. Wait, a serpent? I'm looking at a serpent on the wall. Oh, yes, you that are. That is coiled and ready to strike. Amen. Don't tread on me, 1776. That's right. That's right. Where does that flag come from? Uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I can't actually say this on a record. No, I, I can tell you a little bit, but I'll say this. It's a top secret. I'm not, I'm not lying. If you look at it, you will see a top secret CIA pin. That is on this flag. It was flown in a top secret location uh, during okay. a top secret time of mission. And that's about as much as I can tell you about it, to be honest with you. So I have a story for you, actually. I don't know if I told you about this. You were okay. It said top secret in this ring my brain. Yes. Um, he shared this information with me quite openly. And uh, so anyways, doing an interview for work. We're okay. looking for drivers, right? We had yes. a guy come in and interview with us. Uh, this gentleman was quite old. Ooh, okay. uh, he wanted to be a driver, right? He was quite old. Uh, in fact, he was 86. Yeah. He wanted to drive a, a fuel truck. 86. What? Okay. And he came in uh, one day, real short guy. Um, he looked like Bob Newhart. <laughs> Um, but older, but older. Okay. Yeah. Um, extremely polite, you know, guy came in, we did the interview and everything. Um, he was, he was saying, yeah, I have all my certifications. Class a hazmat. Wow. Twit card triples, doubles, quadruples. Wait, Google Plexels. There's no way that that exists. (laughs) But then, okay. My my (laughs) boy, he's certified to drive a fuel train. (laughs) On the road. <laughs> on the road. Okay. He said, um, and I have my top secret clearance. And I was like, oh, oh. okay, do you mean okay. do you mean uh, your your uh, Twit card? You know, he's like, no, 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 top secret clearance. He said, I worked uh, secret service for the president for eight years. What? <laughs> he said, I was also a fighter pilot in Vietnam. Oh, man. As well. That's, that's so, legit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was the first time I got to talk to somebody that had both of those experiences. Wow! I don't think I've ever talked to a secret serviceman. You um, have now, probably. This was the first time, yeah, for me. But um, that just reminded me of that, and so I was like, "Wow!" Uh, so I just got back from uh, a trip, and on that trip, I actually was um with a couple of people one being though kind of a peak if you will of since we're talking about top secret yeah, uh, seal top t- secret. yeah seal team 6 member and 
I don't know. I think I I think he's like a um I don't know if you oh, I'm going to get this wrong, a squad leader or whatnot. In other words, he he uh definitely did some leading. I'll just say that. Um but anyway, Robert O'Neill. Oh, yes. So he is The Robert O'Neill? Yes, the Robert O'Neill. Isn't he the one that is credited with uh Double tapping, yes. Yeah. Double tapping Osama the, Bin Laden. The Bin Laden guy. Yes, right? sir. Wow. Um, well, I guess I, we don't even necessarily have to talk about it a lot, but it was very cool to hear for the first, because I've met him, this would be like the third or fourth, no, the fourth time that I've seen him. The first time I saw him, he signed my jacket. The inside of it, I collect um, veterans only, and uh, those who are even current servicemen and women, um, they're allowed to sign the jacket. And it's really only just to, to remind me of what I do and why, you know, why I do what I do. And I take that jacket pretty much to every show that I do. I don't always wear it, but it's if I do wear one, it's probably that one. And uh, anyway, I do it to... How many signatures do you think you have on it? Oh, uh... I would say at least 12, probably closer, uh, anywhere from 12 to 20. Okay. <laughs> um, and I could probably, you know, if I had it with me, I could start going down the line and get get a better. Do you ever have somebody number. try to sign it? You're like, no. Uh, there was a close call once. And, and uh, you know, I would feel bad if, the, if they were. It wasn't like, oh, cool, I want to sign it too. It wasn't quite like that. It was just like. <laughs> It would be funny if, you know, I were to sign this too. And I was like, yeah, I do this just with military, you know, and it gave me the opportunity to make sure I was saying the right message, which is very key to me for this one in particular. Okay. I mean, I meet other people, you know, I've got a Arnold Schwarzenegger signed painting and just around the corner there. Yeah. uh, Not Jack. I have a (laughs) t-shirt that's signed. It was the first time I met him. Okay. And I fangirled out, but do you have different jackets for different events? (laughs) So you have a uh, closet for full of different things that people sign. Uh, kind of. Uh, there's a couple of things like that. I mean, there's a few jerseys. There's one behind my head here uh, that was Draymond Green. Um, I see the Golden State Warriors one yes. here. Yep. I can't without turning around and you not hearing me. Um, there's a there's a, like another one that's a Bucks one yep. that is special. But I didn't know which side to show because the back um, has my name. They had it, you know, made into my own jersey, which is really cool. Um, but anyway, Orlando anyway. Clippers, Bucks, and um, Spurs over here. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of made this the the lounge room, the basketball room, if you will. So the other room, the main studio area, is is more about the hockey. And uh, I've got a closet full of jerseys that started getting expensive, putting them all into glass cases. But that was the original <laughs> goal because I didn't know I'd have that many. You're like, oh, I got one. Let's put it up on the wall. Exactly. Make it all nice exactly. Everything. Yeah. So. But but back to the original. The yes, I do have a couple of jackets. I started another one. Um, super cool story. Really really quick. There is a guy. I mean, not just any old guy. This is Johnny. I'm just gonna give you his first name. He he served. Um, he has no feet. Okay, they were they were blown off. Okay, and he served in the military. Purple Heart. Yep. Winner. Yes, and he is an outstanding man. <laughs> And uh, he's worked closely with uh, presidents and a number of people like that. But anyway, he is 
a good friend of mine. I met him at a uh, an event called the Carrington Foundation, and that was the first time I decided to do the jacket signing. So he was the first person to sign my jacket. And the whole reason why I did it then was I was getting a lot of attention and I felt like there were, there were a lot of people, you know, it was exciting. We did the painting and everything and I leaned over to Everett and I was like, I want to make like a, a scene for the veterans that are there though, you know, like make it about them. Right. Bring the attention back to them. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, you know what I could do is like, everyone's like, Oh cool. The artist and he's got paint on him and let's go talk to him and all that stuff. Right. And so as they were coming paint on him, is that a big deal? (laughs) You'd be surprised how often you got paint on you. I think it's just an easy opener for conversation. So like, what do you do with the paint that's on you? (laughs) <laughs> i'll get the funny thing is is usually it's like uh, so are are you the artist <laughs> you know and it's it's like it's a like, question uh, you put out there while you're trying to think of the actual question exactly yeah it's like yeah i did the same thing when i did i did that with the oh my goodness you go up to arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you're like muscles uh, uh, the terminator you're, i love you you're strong <laughs> <laughs> you lift weights ever do you like (laughs) me (laughs) humans (laughs) so they come up talk about the paint yeah so they they see the you know the paint and usually be hey hey you got a little paint on you that's the other one oh like you got a little something on you there oh and these are all fathers i'm assuming there are quite a few of them that are yeah the dad Dad jokes yep you got it yep um but (laughs) nice so that, that was the original intent, if you will, in the direction I started going with things. And it worked, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I'm really glad it did because I, I felt like this could be really awkward or it could really work. And I just, I asked them and it, it caused me to have to come down to their level too because some of them um, might be like um, bound in a wheelchair or whatever situation it was. Another guy who is one of the only, I think it's triple amputee, um, uh, vets uh, still alive. Um, so I had him sign one, and it was really cool. He did this little thing where he's like, he shakes your hand, and uh-huh. then he, he has his arm come off, and he, like, oh. he's, he's a speaker, <laughs> and he's so awesome. Um, <laughs> I had another guy, uh, um, really, really awesome hero um, as well, and he doesn't have his legs, um, and he signed it. He was like number two on the jacket, and he wrote, uh, You to bomb. And a bomb blew off his legs, and he knew what he was writing. Like this, really? is, isn't that? It's it's beautiful. Like we take it as awkward, and they like use it to make it into something that they can communicate with, and that's the beauty of it. And yep. uh, I learned that very fast. Like they, they they almost enjoy making you feel a little awkward at first, <laughs> but they got to deal with it, you know, on a level that's like I I gotta you know I wake up and there's no legs there, so yeah, I either wake up to this and understand it and move on or you know what i mean so i spent some time actually it's funny you say this this is a sidebar real quick um i spent some time working with developmentally disabled adults and that's the exact same uh feeling or something you had to get over first if you start working with something like that sure a lot of people when you see somebody that's mentally handicapped or disabled or something like that it's very standoffish you don't know how to approach them sure you almost want to come in apologizing to them yeah like you're like i'm so sorry you're like this and but that that is like as far as kind of a turn off to them it's 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 almost the opposite yeah 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 so um so i spent years working with them and 
yeah. once I got over, like, you know, I believe in, um, I believe that God is, you know, doesn't make mistakes. Right. So these people right. are just as special as you and me. Right. Yep. Yep. And, uh, I kind of had a heart for them and, um, and, and so once you got over the feeling sorry for them, because they don't feel sorry for themselves. You're right. Yeah. Like then you could laugh and joke and have real relationships with people on different yeah. levels beyond that point. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where, you know, when you come to somebody that's different like that, whatever it is, different race, different culture, you know, disabled yep. mentally or physically. Right. Once you break that barrier of like, wow, they're so different from me, and then realize the value, there's no value difference because that's that's like that's a, the key. That's where that's yeah, a you're big, it now. That's a big yeah. hurdle to get over when you mm-hmm. know you're you're brought up in a, uh, a a really sheltered home or people that are just like you your whole life, and you go outside your comfort zone. So that just I, I connected with that because that's how yeah. I got to expand my horizons. I remember for, you working for there. stuff like yeah. that. You know, I remember coming to visit and and watching you. You know, in that mode, like already past that level, and introducing me to some of the guys and girls that were there and everything. And uh, uh, totally agree. Like I had that first initial, like I don't know what to do, and that's okay too. It's not like you yeah, can't you feel can't, those things. You can't right hop away. right you can't. into it. It, it. I mean, even for somebody that's you know work with it, you know, every person's sure. different. Yeah. And um, especially if somebody's got some really strong, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like personalities, yeah, personalities. <laughs> or, you know, you coming up, the guy only has one arm. You know, it's like just the even the first interaction with him. Oh, like, man. hey, you know, are you gonna high five this guy? So are you gonna try to shake one of the, his hand? One, and what's up, <laughs> dude? You know? One of the first things he does too is like just reach out with that hand. And and he's like, oh no, I can crush your hand. I'll get it out, or he'll do like it's because it's motorized or whatever, you know. Oh. And <laughs> it's just you know, and or he can keep spinning it like just oh. continually, <laughs> all you know, pop it off and then pop it off at the like further at the arm. And but anyway, I he recognizes it's awkward for you, and he's attempting to make you feel better. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, that's he he actually takes it that far to, um, and a lot of them do. But anyway, I just. I consider myself more than lucky. Lucky's not even the word. I don't really necessarily believe in that, of course. But providentially, the path that has been chosen for me and where I've worked myself into as well um, is has been crazy to be able to meet some of these folks. And they're my favorite. Favorite people. They're my favorite people. Out Veterans. Of all of them. Yep. Warriors. Warriors, man. Heroes. I keep running into them, and they're, they're the most uh real people you'll meet i'm not saying they're all the biggest hurdle for them oh man current like the the people that come back oh uh well i was gonna go there in the sense that they they are going to face a world of things when they do come back so a lot of these charities are all dealing with um these men and women trying to re-implement themselves so you take someone who is a absolute professional at what they do um because they get they they go in as civilians oh man they get broken down like a horse <laughs> yeah you yep. know break the will and the mind they get completely reprogrammed to do you know one thing follow orders do your job what it you know whether you're a killer or a you know yeah uh, infantry yeah. or sure know, yeah doing it yourself or helping somebody else to do it you're which which by the way uh and everett was talking to me once again everett shout out to my man uh everett who's always traveling with me he was like, 
super impressed and I, I hope I'm not misrepresenting him or making it. He didn't say anything negative about anybody. He just, he was like, I can't believe how much smarter they actually are. And when he's saying they, he's meaning like every time we come in contact with them, you know, in, in other words, there are jokes out there. Like they're just leather heads or, you know, like, lumps, Oh yeah. Drones. You know, right. Yeah. They just kind of do and they don't think, and you start talking to them about their missions and what they had to come up with on the spot and uh-huh. how to like adapt, right? And all those things. So they're they're it's, taught to think. It's less they're than, just it's mission less, minded. There you go. It's yeah. it's less about it's less about not thinking at all. It's about removing all all other distractions. So they think about there one it is. thing. There it is. That's a hundred percent it. And that yeah. was one of the uh, Rob O'Neill was giving a little bit of a speech and he was talking about how, you know, you have that mission and you you learn how to operate within that mission. And once things you come up with a plan and 100 percent, that plan's going to fail. So he talked about his actual mission going in after Osama bin Laden. And the very first thing that happened was something that one of the youngest guys on the team brought up. He was like, uh, so I know we've gone over this like a million times basically. And he's like, but, uh, what if the helicopter crashes? Oh, <laughs> and he said, they actually had to, they were like, Oh, come on. Like, uh, like if anything, certain helicopter is going to be fine. Yeah. Like that can't once be the we're thing. there, <laughs> but, but I guess I think he implied that they also talked about that and they came up with a plan for, for everything, you uh-huh. know? So that that's the idea. You come up with your plan. I'm sure there's levels. There's oh, yeah. levels. You know, there's I, layers to it, man. Generals and people that are yeah. overall big picture things. Definitely, completely different than somebody that's you yep. know private first class. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, going back to your point, you're 100 correct. Like there's they're they're dealing with this. Like I just literally became a master at something, and uh, you know it's like what do I do now? And the way. But a lot of these companies are finding out that these guys are top of the line thinkers. They didn't go to all the schools and get all the training. So there's like a disconnect, right? So, excuse me, in between being a professional at what they were doing before, it's still all about them leading, leading some guys. And like, how could that not be usable, um, you know, in a mission and having a mission and, and being determined to, see out that mission and then you know you got a you know a company i don't know what the little sorry it's like a little squeaky sound coming out but you got like a sorry about that everybody it wasn't me i I don't know it's that was you it wasn't me i had my mic on mute (laughs) okay i don't know what that was uh anyway you know these guys are trained and everything in, in a very very high level and then they come over and it's like well where's your paperwork for you know, your years of working at XYZ company and what's your, you know, all your history of work. It's like, well, I like took out bombs and like, you know, things like that. And I put, it keeps squeaking and distracting me. I'm sorry. It's a power thing. I think is it power. Wait, yeah, it must be power. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought right. it was when well, I was overpowering it. No, maybe. no, I think it's just like literally just like uh, it's just squeaking. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get some new mics. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um the I think you know where I was going with that, right? Yes, because they're overqualified there you go. for all the wrong things now in civilian life. Right. They've been trained to do all these things that you can't use necessarily. Well, okay, so you can, but they can't prove it on paper. Yeah. See, so like you and I, if we wanted to work for, let's say it was like 
for whatever reason, we wanted to work for, you know, Google or Apple or whatever. Well, they want to know, okay, well, you know, give us your, no, it needs to be even bigger than that. Right. So we're talking like major company, whatever. Anyway, and you show up and you're like, well, yeah, I like, you know, I was a radio communications guy. Okay. Well, where's like, you, you don't have the school level yeah required to be as high up the chain as some of these people really should be so what happens is a lot of these charities step in the middle and they take them through these like training courses of how to apply all those principles into something and then show them off Mm -hmm. to other companies and people in the room so uh that's 100 percent what's happening um and it's really really cool so you got big cheeses if you will of companies that are you know there to help support the charity for instance and then they've got some guys and girls that have served or are serving in some cases at the same event yeah and they're like check this out like are you sure like you don't have a place for this person right and then they go oh my gosh they're awesome and i have the perfect spot that's like a really rough way of saying it all yeah 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 and then there's other charities that do like ptsd Yep. Stuff yep. as well. Yeah. So that's where they'll kind of come kind of to them. So a lot of times these guys will, you know, just like I would do. I mean, anyone would do it. You, you kind of enclose up, right? You kind of, you kind of disappear a little bit because you don't know how else to handle it. And so a lot of that becomes a very like inward, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody else. Like, you know, it's all, you know, I'm just no good, but I don't really, I can't tell anyone that yeah you know so now they're just they're kind of going downward and maybe they turn to a drug or they turn to you know whatever it might be that kind of it's it's a dark path where you just take one more step down to like i have no use what am i doing right especially some of the guys for instance that um you know have something blown off or whatever it is and they're they're like well you know i'm no good to my family yeah no yeah so a lot of these companies will be, or if they're kind of a, a loner, don't have the, uh, some of the service dogs are yeah. a really big deal with that. Um, there's some awesome training like um, setups for, I know, I know of one company where you go out and you get to work with horses and that one was really cool because some of these guys just fall in love with um, the training and, and reconnecting with with uh an animal that's that powerful and that beautiful and that connected Hmm. like they have that sense i don't know you know i guess i could be getting way off but i know that horse people are going to be like yes it's so true horse people (laughs) hey that's what i call the equestrians yeah yes yep oh yeah the 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 horse peoples (laughs) they have that other horse people's growing up yeah yeah we had some we lived out in the country that they had horses and stuff and people that Yep. I worked with horses uh, a couple summers, one summer what? at camp. What? What do yeah. you mean you worked with horses? I worked with the horses. So at family camp. Family Family camp. I volunteered to work with like the trail ride. And oh. the Harrisons, I think, provided oh, all the horses and stuff. That's right. And take them and... My job was to lead the little pony one with the kids. <laughs> and then the little kid went behind. So literally everybody else was riding except me. So I had to walk. I had to walk the entire like four mile trail. And then when I got back, I had to take the 80 ticks off my ankles because we're oh, going yeah. through like high grass and everything. That was all northern Wisconsin, right? Yep. Yep. And in, in the summer. Oh, man. But actually, there was a couple times where. 
I did that like for a while, and then I got to uh, actually ride when we would go, oh, and yeah, there wouldn't be I a would lot. Hope of, so. There, there would it wouldn't be a full crew. Did you ride the little pony, <laughs> <laughs> feeder dragon. <laughs> um, yeah, but then like uh, there was a couple times where you had to like control the horses and stuff, but the horses can sense if yeah. you're nervous yes. or not. Yes, and so like there's certain ones you're like, no, you're not getting on, you know, big buck tooth over there because he'll kill you because he knows you're a newbie he'll just he'll try to run you off the tree so (laughs) so i'm not lying that's exactly what these trainers were telling us and we watched a video on how uh that actually happened for a number of the guys but there was one life story in particular that they brought out and that's what the you know instantly the horse knew like there were some needs in this human and that's what's you know and it took it took and, and it gives them something to conquer, something to do again, something to, you know, face fears. Because that's what these guys do. Yeah, like every day they were facing death in the face. Yep. Some of them, not everyone, but, you know, on different levels, you know. And you, you're, you're staring at yourself in that way. And then, you know, you just go back to like quiet whatever. <laughs> and you're just alone with your thoughts with that, you know. Yeah, it's, so, it's a big, big change. Yep. Uh, a lot of good hunts and things like that are really cool too like uh i went pheasant hunting with a bunch of the guys that was awesome that was my first time uh were you in in back or in front (laughs) um (laughs) well they were kind of in pairs or no yeah 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 okay we walk you kind of walk you're supposed to walk side by side for the most part i mean um once you get on the bird um you kind of circle around it a little bit Obviously, you don't want to shoot each other, so you're supposed to wait, you know. And you're not supposed to be past a half <laughs> semicircle and like a half circle. I, I, you if we weren't, like the angles aren't supposed to be well, greater than what, like thirty percent. We may have 30, 30 degrees. I we think we may have not <laughs> so abided by degrees, that. Like looking at each other, like don't shoot so, me in the face. Yeah, yeah. There was one time. So this was definitely a gentleman hunt, if you want to call it that, and. Um, uh, in the sense that it wasn't, uh, I mean, the, the birds were wild, hunting? but yeah, it, it felt like it on horses. Oh, they were beautiful and boots, beautiful shotguns. I mean, you're talking like top, top, top. And, uh, they had multiple dogs, professional trainers. Um, okay. So it was that then it I was, was trying to make a joke and you're like, <laughs> no, yes, actually, this is actually a hundred percent. And actually was, I got a monocle <laughs> and I wore a vest. <laughs> With an, I ask, did wear, with an ascot i wore a vest i did not have an ascot but i did have a vest and uh yeah it was really cool oh what i was gonna say <laughs> blue hello <laughs> yeah did you shoot anything yeah i got uh two birds what did you do with the birds um so they actually shot. well they serve it up as food um, I don't know if that's exactly like if we had my birds, but they collect them at the end <laughs> and they turn them into some wonderful grub. Wow. You actually got to eat it. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it oh, now these birds, you basically had to like kick them to get them to fly up and just shoot them on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up, the bird just sitting there like, <laughs> bang. oh man. This gonna, is you're fun. getting some nasty emails now, Ken, <laughs> to the account. <laughs> How dare you? I never you? went bird hunting Ken, before. Ken, it's your fault. You were shooting birds on the ground. <laughs> I never shot a bird in my life. 
I did. I did kill a chipmunk though one time. Did you feel bad? I got so sick to my stomach. I was very young. I was actually at uh, 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 yep. uh, neighbor's should, house. Neighbor's house, and we had a pellet gun, a pellet pistol. It was the CO two one. Oh yeah, those and were fun. We yeah. were running around the woods, you know. Wait, is this Michigan cans. or Wisconsin or where? Uh, Wisconsin. So probably okay. fifth grade, sixth grade. Okay, all right. And I was like, how young are we talking here? Yeah, I was. I was one years old. <laughs> one years. <laughs> one years old. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, continue continue yeah and there was a little chipmunk we were everybody was shooting at like bah, 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 and couldn't hit it you know it's so tiny and i was like let me see that i want to try it and you know i tried to be a marksman and like really aimed at it and he kind of stopped <laughs> turned around went bam and flipped over and, went, and was like twitching and Ooh, i was like got him oh oh so it's i just killed an animal <laughs> oh man i was like oh oh and I went over and looked at it. And I just like started crying. <laughs> yep. Uh, there you go. That was the first. Hey, have you shot anything since? I mean, obviously we're we're not stone. I've never gone. Killers like I've that. never gone Ken hunting. Right. Okay. Specifically. Yep. Um. Lots of target shooting. Yep. Rifles, pistols, revolvers. Right. Right. Shotguns. Um. You know. I love I love that, but I never gone hunting. A lot of guys at work go hunting. Um, we should they go. Tell me about it. <laughs> we should go sometime. <laughs> no idea what we're doing. Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> We've got some friends that do. My father in law was, I think, still on a trip right now out west. Yeah, it's uh, it's shooting. in season right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, My pastor, um, if he's listening to this, um, shout out to uh, to him. He is a big time hunter yeah big time hunter he hunts like everything deer bird pheasants nice ducks crickets crickets <laughs> what does he shoot the crickets with um like spit watts uh, but he gets he he really gets into it and yeah. um he's a bearded jeep loving outdoorsman really really yeah. really fun guy. i've met him that does not surprise me <laughs> yep no no it's it's very true that's awesome um joe where are your glasses Oh, uh, so they are at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> in Florida. What what happened to your glasses? Oh man, I um. So <laughs> this is fun. I know it was very abrupt change. I just no that's idea a, how to switch into it. That's fine. Yeah, my eyes are like burning because I'm wearing contacts and I probably had them in too long and I've only been wearing them for like two days now. So have you ever worn contacts before? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay, I, yeah. But the uh, girl that I was dating back in the day flipped a paper football into my eye. It got infected. Um, and then I went and saw a doctor. I have an allergy to sulfa. He recommended a eye drop. This was in Florida? No, the sorry. The girl that you were dating? Uh, no. that would, No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's walk that back. You asked a question about me wearing contacts, and you reminded me of another story. So, side Oh, this story. is when you first... Yes, back in Wisconsin. I've never heard this story. Yeah, this this actually happened. So she I used to wear a paper in yeah, like a paper football. Yeah, and I guess I say dating. It was kind of a loose like it was like we both kind of liked each other. But anyway, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. It was probably a love note, <laughs> or it was I hate you, and here's Don't an here's an infection. I'm gonna put an infection in your eyeball. Oh, that's very yeah, very not nice. <laughs> That is very, harsh. Very. That is harsh. You were even starting to get in that Wisconsin a little bit. I was bit. thinking about it, and I 
thing. Oh, yeah, they're in a little bit in the eyeball. And she got real upset. Well, anyway, the doctor prescribed something. Well, it must have had sulfa, the drug sulfa in it, because it was basically causing me to go blind. Um, what? Yes, I'm not lying. Uh, I was irritating that, that one eye especially. And, you know, the doctor's like, yeah, make sure you keep putting these in there, you know. And there was something funny about them anyway. Mom eye and drops. I both. Yes, eye drops. Mom and I both were like, man, that was a, you know, he just seemed too quick. Like, oh, this will be fine. Take this. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. You know, it was one of those situations. I'm like, okay. And I'm putting these in. I'm like, mom, it just, it's burning. Like it hurts putting them in. I don't. I'm allergic to sulfa drugs as well. Okay. Yep. So you would have. And anyway, we went and saw a different doctor and he's like, I can't believe that doctor subscribed this to you because. Where did you meet this doctor? Well. The back of a van. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Iron Mountain, Michigan. It's like, I can't have you calling the police. Yeah, the po. po No, he wouldn't talk that way if he He wasn't from around there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. You got the 20 bucks. Ever ever since. Yeah. And the sandwich. I'm hungry. I'll get you. I'll get you to my drops. (laughs) I made them. Made these so it was, it was so, irritating. You're yeah, having an allergic reaction. To yes, it. and they said, "All right, get rid of the. You know, don't wear the contacts. You need your eyes to rest. Um, here's the right stuff to use. This will help." And I just never, you know, re okay. set them and got used to glasses again. And I actually like glasses for my look. So you anyway. never had contacts since then, right? So that'd be like tenth grade. Something. Wow. Yeah. I, it was like riding a bike, as they say. Like I know it's not always that easy for everybody, but I just yep. kind of went, oh, yeah, and put it in, you know. <laughs> I was good to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rain I mean, the it eyeballs. was. Yeah. The, although the left eye has a little bit of astigmatism, and yep. so the contact itself is just a little bit funky. And I told the lady, you know, I need to back up and probably tell the story, but the, the eye doctor lady who's helping me, for uh, basically be able to see for the night because I was about to do a painting. I was like, look, I don't care. Like, I just need to be able to see anything you've got so that I can <laughs> cross. I'm extremely painting the wall. <laughs> They're like, and here's Joe. He's over there. No pants. Little drawn on the wall. He's like, Oh, okay. Can you all over the place? And people are like, wow. <laughs> That was amazing. Honestly, I'd probably it'd be I'll like buy that, that was, wall. Yeah, I love <laughs> that was amazing. Was so abstract. It was so I love the way real. you tripped into the wall <laughs> and used the blood from your nose to finish the that, stripes. Oh, nasty! <laughs> oh man, this is our our most X-rated one yet. Wow. <laughs> so any okay, so I decided to do what are those called? The stand-up boards. I almost said boogie board. It's not a boogie board. I know what a boogie paddle board boards. Is. Yeah, paddle boards. Thank you. Oh, okay. So we did. Uh, you know, I was like, I've never in done the that. Ocean? Yeah, in the ocean. I don't go in the ocean anymore. Oh man, we did. Well, this time ever we didn't since see I any. almost got eaten by a shark. What? <laughs> uh, just, what? Uh, I was swimming in the ocean. Nobody else was in there. I was in Florida on like Naples side, and yeah. it was like it was it was like the quote unquote cold time when the cold waters are coming in. That's when the sharks come in. Apparently. I'm out oh. there, I'm swimming, and Ruthann doesn't swim. Okay, um, so she wasn't very out. well. She right. wasn't out she there. Wasn't I'm out. out there because I'm used to the Great Lakes, you know? Yeah, well, That's I remember like, attacking the waves. Yeah, and just, just I go out there and just swim, and I'm out there swimming. All, all, and I was really far away and didn't have my glasses. I didn't have contacts at the time. 
yep. all, all by myself. And I'm looking around and I am literally the only one out there for miles, like one way and the other way. I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. It's in my brain. I'm swimming. And then I feel something hit my chest, like boom. And that moves my whole body backwards. Oh my God. And I was like, what? oh man. What? I was like, uh, whatever. I should probably go back in. And as I'm swimming in, I'm like, I'm in what? the ocean. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not in the Great Lakes. <laughs> I start swimming faster and faster and faster. That's freaky. When I got back to the to the beach, me? I was like, man, that thing was pretty big. And you're just like, you're I feeling like, this. My heart started racing. It was after the fact. I'm glad it wasn't in the water because there's nobody out there. You just, just have a was, freak out moment in the middle. Oh, man. That was the worst thing ever. Goodness. Now I've I've had I, I've had that feeling. We talked about this, didn't we? On on maybe a previous podcast. If not, then okay, cool. But the dolphin that I saw and it started freaking me out a little bit because they were very close, and I was like, cool. And I started swimming out to it, and then when I, were you swimming with the dolphins? What? Oh, uh, Guam. Oh, okay. There was Guam. We haven't heard this story. Oh, okay. Well, this is another story stacked on another story stacked on another story <laughs> at this point. Okay. <laughs> we'll save that one. But okay. the, the quick version of that is when you're close to them, they're very powerful. And you have to have that respect. So I totally get what you mean. Even the slightest like bump would be a big bump from an animal that big. Yeah. A mammal in the water. But like because like cause like I've been in lakes and stuff and like with bass yeah. fish. Oh, I've had and a like fish big, like you know, nibble on my toe. I've yeah, had like, like they bite your nipple or something. That, that's a thing. <laughs> I remember that. that. Joe Stinson <laughs> and we jump in naked <laughs> into his pond. You know, it was like becoming a man or something. I don't know what and the fish You're not would, a man unless you see yeah, dip in a pond. 100%. I, if he's listening to this, he knows that it is the truth, and he's laughing. He's laughing hard. Yeah, so I was on the paddleboard, and, um, well, first first of all, let me give you the experience. So it's it's perfect. It's perfect Florida weather because it's, a, it's actually slightly cooler. It's not, like, deathly crazy. So believe it or not, though, even the water's weren't like that super hot bath water, which everyone loves, I know, but I actually don't. But this is want shark like time. That. This is like it when is. the cold front's coming in. Yeah. And and I didn't realize it when we came back. It's in. you and me out in the ocean all by ourselves, <laughs> fighting <laughs> off the sharks <laughs> with no glasses. Oh my gosh. No nothing. Fish biting our nipples. <laughs> oh goodness. <Keeping> them off. <laughs> now we've said nipples on our show too. This is this is wow. We're in trouble. Okay, I know, continue. but that's okay. Well, the lady who, okay. So we go up to the hut and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. We're like, yeah. So we were wondering about the uh, rental for the paddle boards and, and they're like, Oh yeah, it's, you know, 30 bucks or whatever, an hour or something like that. Right. So we're like, all right, one time, one time experience. We'll go for one hour. This is going to be cool. You know, Everett has done this by the way already. So okay. he, he, you know, swears by the fact that, yeah, it's fun. And I believe him. Cause he's my friend <laughs> and uh yeah okay. so it was it's super was laid back friend. yeah he was my friend no it's super laid back it's funny because i'm looking at the you know there's the girl who's probably like you know in college and like just you know making her money just sitting there all day on the beach like telling people what to do right so she's right. done this a billion yeah, times she's just, so she's like flying through yeah you know the i'm like okay wait so i have like a wallet in my pocket and i've got like a gopro in my hand because i want to record it by the way i have the footage of it happening so no! yeah <laughs> yes i have that 
Um, anyway, cool. maybe we could post it. I don't know. Oh, good. I I do have my shirt off, so you do see my nipples, as you've been saying. Oh, yeah, so. I have to put it exp- exp- <laughs> <laughs> put like a explicit. little blur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no explicit oh, on the podcast. <laughs> There's an option when you upload it if it's explicit. Oh man, or not. here come the followers now. <laughs> Okay, so so I'm I'm standing on the paddle board. Oh, sorry. So I tell the lady, you know, we want to do it, blah blah blah. She's like, okay, you going like that? And I'm like, oh, uh, well, yes. <laughs> and Everett was looking at me. I was looking at him. I didn't know what to say. And then I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. And it was really funny because speaking of you know nipples and everything, um, <laughs> I was like, oh, so you're just trying to get our shirts off because the other the other guys in there were laughing and everything. <laughs> Because they're like, well, and now are we ready? You know, it was kind of the thing. And then she started getting embarrassed and everything. We were all laughing. She wasn't majorly embarrassed. She kind of she was laughing, and then she's like, yes, exactly, and ha ha ha. Okay. Anyway, the point was now I have like a wallet, which by the way, I'd just been paid for something I had sold, so I had a little bit of cash in there. Um, four four dollars. Well, for me, it was a lot of money, but you know, maybe for everyone that was on that, you know, really expensive beach maybe it wasn't but still i was a little bit anxious over it when they're like yeah no you can leave all your stuff with us and we're gonna put it right here and she presumed to set it basically out on the just next to the like uh furthest point if you will of the counter there like in the like in the corner so you got this wide open hut and i'm like thinking to myself out of all there's cubbies down there you know like can you put it down there like (laughs) Like it's not you guys actually that I'm worried about stealing it. It's like you know the when the twelve year old yeah the twelve year old kid that's like oh cool I can get my new toy you know twelve year old kid that just shot a chipmunk and is (laughs) looking for some (laughs) looking for some some money to go buy some candy (laughs) (laughs) exactly well okay so So you got out I'll get there okay so we get out to the water there's a guy there stuff okay so I have. All I had was GoPro, and then you're not required to wear. They don't force you to wear the life jacket, but that you have to have it with you, right? Because okay. it's already a paddleboard that you can like grab onto. Is a you know, it's like your. Is life. it tied to your ankle like a surfboard? Uh, no, no, not the paddleboard. Um, I think you know if you wanted to, there was like it was like one of those bungee strap kind of things at the front, so you could put things and items there. You could probably attach yourself to it, all that kind of stuff. I know what you mean. Like on a surfboard, it did not have like a safety, you know, harness thing like that. It was not major. There were no like major waves either. There were, there was enough to knock you over (laughs) as I found out, but you know, it's, it's not, it wasn't even close to like when we had, when we were in Lake Michigan as kids, you remember, you know the big old waves it actually wasn't much of that even at the Mm -hmm. time but the tide was going out so you know Everett and i was like looking at Everett, and i was thinking to myself you know a lot of the people who we saw paddle boarding and everything are all like coming in and we're like going out you know like here we go you know and everyone else is like don't go out there again again another like newbie mistake when i was jumping into the ocean yeah you know all by myself oh man and pay like attention the, the to people undertow? around you what they're doing oh the undertow man that's a big deal anyway uh yeah so we get out there and you start on your knees and kind of just paddle out there to get comfortable right and you get through honestly you start kind of on the ground or on the ground you know on the on the floor of yeah. the ocean and you're you're pushing your board out kind of right uh-huh. to get through the first waves because uh-huh. past those waves it's pretty steady past the 
the waves that the are break. breaking. Yeah, the breaking waves, right? So we got through that, and I got I got on just fine, you know. And I'm paddling out there now. I'm wearing my glasses. I'm thinking, you know, I've I've done this. I've I've pools and everything, even the ocean. I've worn my glasses. They're sunglasses that are prescription, basically, yeah. but they're they're transitional. Okay, so they're not sunglasses, but whatever. Anyway, I go out there, and we're just, you know, I'm getting used to it, and I try it once, and I fall in, you know, once, and I'm like, okay, all right. So now I know what to do, and I widen my stance a little bit on this next try, and I, you know, start getting a feel for it. I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, so our section, there's these buoys that, you know, section us off or whatever, and we're supposed to stay inside those buoys. And right next to us are all the sea uh, doos, as some people call them, or um, jet uh, skis. Yeah, jet skis. What the heck is a sea do? <sighs> is that what they call them? Yeah, I think so. There, there might be because I know there's skidoos? wave runners and other forms and formats of riding the waves, if you will, the uh-huh. the waters. But yeah, I thought they were called sea doos. Maybe that's a California thing. Maybe a ski do. Not a ski do is, is the snowmobile, <laughs> and the sea do the sea is the wave. Runner. Oh well, actually, that might actually be. I it. don't know. I'm not looking anyway. Jet yet, skis. So. We'll call them jet skis. Um, uh, they were they were right next to us, right? So they were causing a little bit of waves. This is my excuse, anyway. Okay. But and Everett, he's just he's like half you know my size, and he's just like bloop. He just goes right on top, and he's just yeah, it's really fun, Joe. Why aren't you joining me? So here I go. You know, I start trying to get up, and it's one of those things where any shift, like the whole board's like, you know, moving under me very quickly, right? And so your your adjustments become adjustments to your adjustments, and it slowly expands. That's like when people are on hoverboard that they're doing the shake back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Oh man, I can't imagine. I think I recall a very good moment we should bring up on I'm the podcast. Continue moving past that point. Well, anyway, so I set up the GoPro and I've got one hand on that, and then I'm like, oh cool, I can tie it onto the board, and I'm trying to do that, and I'm talking to it, trying to like vlog just a little bit because I enjoy that, you know. So I'm like, hey, cool, I'm out in the ocean. Here I go, and I like stand up, and I'm doing great, but I keep. Like, my glasses are falling down. Oh, because they're wet, like, from moisture right. and sweat. So they're, they're falling so, down my nose a little uh-huh. bit. And I'm like, ah. So I'm trying to get my hand up to adjust. And, and, and like, the waves are, like, a little bit <laughs> funky. But I'm like, okay. So then I stop. And then I put my paddle back into the water, which is a little deceiving because you, you there's no bottom. So if you're moving forward, that helps, right? When uh-huh. you put something in, you have constant pressure on your paddle. That gives you support to feel the confidence to have balance. Interesting. But when you first enter, it's like, woo, you know, it's just, there's nothing there. So really, you know, uh. I, in a fake way, kind of put that down. I'm like, oh, wait, that's not helping. And now I'm shifting a little bit more. It's pulling you to that side. Well, then I'm like, okay, wait. And then I got it. And I thought, this is it. I feel good. This is it. I feel good. And I, I go to adjust in the video. You can see it. I go to. I got to adjust my glasses and it looks like I push myself backwards. Like, and I start running <laughs> off the back end of the board. Oh yeah. Cause the board just, once <laughs> you, lose, <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody pulled the rug out from under you a hundred percent and you go backwards. Yes. And you see me go in with my glasses and come out without them on the video. So, and there's no, how deep was it? 
I mean, we could have dove and got it because it, you could see the bottom and it was pretty clear. Um, but I didn't realize they were off, you know, like right away. It, it, as funny as that sounds, I do so much swimming in both ways. Like if I'm in a pool, obviously a lot of times I'll yeah. wear it while the kids are playing and I'm just, cause I want to see them. I want to make sure I can see them. Um, but if I'm swimming really hardcore, like I'm going to actually like go underwater and all that, then yeah, I take them off. So I'm used to taking them off too. So I, so I just felt, lose your spot by well, the time you realize it. You're like, oh you man. Could be so remember the now. tide thing? We look up and the guy had told us, okay, don't go past the buoys on this side. Don't go past the red umbrellas on that side. And then don't go past the buoys way out there, like way out there. And I'm like, aren't those the buoys? We're not supposed to go past. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, sure enough, we had drifted from the time that I was trying to start to get on the board. So this is like the third try or something like that to, you know, by the third try, we had started at the original, very close buoys. And now we're like three buoys out, you know? And anyway, <laughs> so somewhere in there, my glasses, these painted artist glasses are sitting at the bottom of the sand. And, uh, Hey, when we came back up, the lady was, or all of them, there were three people in the hut. Um, they were all like pretty impressed because they, in the sense that they were like, you, really you were fell. on the edge really of where f- we start making phone calls because oh. you're gone. Like we have to get somebody <laughs> basically is what they were implying. They were like, you weren't there yet, but <laughs> you were getting pulled out so fast. They were like, we, when we saw you start coming back, we're like, okay, they're so did you paddleboard back or did you oh. lay down and like doggy paddle it? No, I paddleboard back, but not standing because now that I couldn't see, it just made it worse. And we were looking for the glasses, so I stayed basically. I stayed on my knees um, for a good bit of it, but you can also kind of like sit on it, you know, and paddle. So I did that a little bit because your thighs need a break when you sit in that position. Oh my gosh, they were just on fire. Like Everett said the same <laughs> thing. It was easier standing, yeah, you know, on your legs than it is to like kind of have your knees in that position. And just so. lay on it. Yeah, but we I'd be out to sea. Like in so it took everything. I got really tired coming back in because we were fighting the tide the whole way. I remember like paddling like you would, like, like it's nothing's getting closer. Yeah, yeah, I was looking left and right and I'm like, those are the same buoys. We've been paddling for like an hour. <laughs> anyway, that's what they were a little bit concerned at one point, he said, and then he's like, Ah, oh, once you started making it to the next buoy, we we're like, Okay, they're gonna make it, but they they have meanwhile had they're going through your pockets yeah. of your yeah. things. He's gonna die anyways. Yeah, all the stuff. Then you they left felt the bad. They felt bad when I told them about my glasses and they put all the money back in my wallet. You know, <laughs> the worst part of it was I knew at that moment I had to get back and figure out a plan. So I You're told like, Bethany to ship me my backup pair, and uh, it all didn't work out, even though we thought it did. Because she's like, oh, cool, I made it. But the problem was she had made it just like the store where the drop-off was was still open, but the last truck technically had already left. And the next day was Sunday. FedExing, overnighting. Yes, and it was Sunday, the next day. Oh, yeah. So even though on our quote it says, oh, it'll arrive by Monday in the afternoon, and the show, the next show I had was Monday night. And this is like Troy Aikman's going to be there. Um, a bunch of like NFL people, like this is a big deal, and is I've got to do. I saw Randy Couture. Yep, Randy Couture is there. He didn't play football. We got to. <laughs> no, 
Are he's you a, sure? He's a fighter, man. Yes. Yes. He's also on movies. He's on the screen. Yep. Things. He was in Pretty Women. <laughs> no, he was not. He was the one that got flown to. I know. I don't know. I know because. No, but we got to save that for another one because there's. There's a lot of uh, stuff that happened out there, but I feel like I did a lot of storytelling today, um, and that, that's fine. That's fine. I, I do it a lot, probably. But anyway, it was. Uh, there's a lot to tell. There was so much that happened over this weekend. It was nuts. So my glasses are at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. I'm currently wearing contacts. Yes. So rest- you went to the. How did you get to contacts though? Okay. Well, did you? So we made it to our event was in Dallas, and. You were in Florida. We were in Florida, but the following day we were going to be flying to Dallas and that would have been Sunday. A lot of times we try to get to our event location the day before because we want to always make sure all our bags and everything get there and all that. Right. So it gets us a chance to get set up sometimes or, you know, check in all that. So anyway, we get to Dallas on Sunday, but no one's open. Like not, I, doctors kind of open right like that's not so, so you had to fly and do all that blind yes oh Did my goodness blind glasses and a walking stick so or I, just hold on to everett the whole time well i skipped something because you're pretty blind too what's oh, your man. prescription it's it's bad well is, is like, it like minus five minus yeah. four it, no it's minus four and minus 4.5 mine is minus 6.5 goodness yeah I have that stigmatism too, which yeah, makes it, it a little bit funky. Well. I think it's my left eye. Dude, you're shaped a- like a cone. <laughs> <laughs> People don't poke my eye, I poke them. <laughs> I just I just launched the microphone. Okay, there. That's crazy, man. You I didn't know it was quite that bad. I knew it's pretty bad. So, so I, I lose did. my glasses. I really am Mr. McGoon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mr. Magoo? Yeah. So that's what uh, Daniel, my manager, said. He's like, how's it been being Mr. Magoo? Because that's what I basically was. And I actually did have a performance that night, too. You did it without your glasses? Yes. That was the one with Rob O'Neill. Well, you're near, you're nearsighted, so. So I could see, like, the texture of the canvas, and I could see color and basic shapes. And so I knew that and Lady Liberty, which was what I painted, she turned out great. So (laughs) I was pretty anxious about it. I'm sure Everett was too. Wow. Um, We had done a few tests before. Did you uh, warn people that it was? No, I I lost my glasses. (laughs) Sorry. No, I actually even went the other way. I told only the people at our table. This is going to be my best one ever. No. (laughs) Okay. Not like that. But I decided to make sure that I didn't um scare the client oh see what i mean so like give them extra stress because there isn't any fix for it it's not like you go to walmart get some readers or something that's the wrong way it makes it worse right um there just wasn't and i knew i could do it um even though i was a little bit nervous i still knew that it was it was definitely going to happen but i started joking with some people afterward i told a few people you know i was like hey this is what happened he's like i thought you looked different (laughs) because I, I didn't have my glasses I'm over on. here yeah <laughs> you look different the way you're staring at the oh, wall but everything like the little things so like everett's getting ready and i'm getting ready whatever and i don't know where the bathroom is at this hotel big thing right so i talked i'm like hey everett um i need to use the restroom man and uh 
uh, he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think there should be one down there and take a look. And I'm I like, I can't read. I kind of looked at the him. signs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, right. <laughs> so he has to like walk me to the bathroom. Yeah, you know? here you go. Here's where you're going, Joe. <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. It was fun. All in all, it worked out. I'm glad it worked out. That's going to be a very stressful situation. Sheesh. Uh, there's more i can tell more maybe we can include it in another episode or something yeah i think we'll probably do that um are you gonna i i going back to the original thing that we started i'm looking at this flag here and then you're talking about the jacket are you going to seal the jacket when it's full you think like put it in a glass case and grade it or something oh man yeah (laughs) i i definitely feel like it's a very so right now I like using it and I want to fill it up as much as possible and I'll definitely retire it. There are a couple items that I've gotten to that level with, like even some of my brushes that are performance brushes um, that, you know, they're basically rusting out because of all the times I've cleaned them, washed them, whatever. And yeah, they get all the, you know, but that along with uh, things like the jacket, some of the first items I use, you know, kind of one started. of a kind. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, there's a. I always get comments from people saying, "Hey, you auction off those shoes, you know, or can you auction off the your pants, you know, or the jacket or whatever?" And that's, <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but you know, yeah, that's, yeah, no, you know it, what I mean. It's a part of your signature. Yeah, I wonder how much those glasses are worth. <laughs> Whoever can find them. <laughs> Last week on <laughs> Hidden Treasure, Hidden Artist Treasure Glasses, <laughs> Treasure Glasses in the in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man all Good right times. well this is probably the longest episode we ever done guys thanks for listening uh yeah that was that it was the x-rated was version it of joking around well, okay sure <laughs>